Welcome to TLC for the Soul podcast, where soul meets spirit. You have entered into sacred space. I'm your host, Tammy Lynn Chambers, and I'm here to help you shine. Now let's get going on this podcast journey. Hello, friends. Hello. And welcome to this week ahead episode of the podcast of the show. Got a energetically <laughs> powerful week this week ahead with Lionsgate Portal and the super full moon on the 11th Aquarius. That you could join me for a little bubbly do to celebrate <laughs> Lionsgate. Brought my 2022 cup along with my version of bubbly. So I've got some Brew Doctor Happiness Kombucha, Elderflower, Rose, Chamomile, and White Tea. We've got a very interesting channeling I want to read today from Maybon and Murder. Some cards we can play with as we dissect these week ahead energies. First of all, let me wrap us all in love light and light love, inviting in the guides who overlight this show Archangel Michael, Archangel Metatron, Pleiadians. <laughs> My camera won't stop moving, it's very interesting. Hold on. There. Maybe that will help. I just see it like shaking back and forth. Is there an earthquake? Um, I don't know. I saw 144. There is. There's something going on. There's something going on with Earth Guardians this, um, this week that came out in the channeling of the two chapters we're going to read from Maybon and Murder. I've got my little studious look going on today. I love these. I just like the color. So they were some sort of readers I saw in the stores. So I just popped out the lenses. My little school teacher look. All right, first of all, we've got a guide here. We've got everybody here. Just keep me on track with talking about week ahead energies that our little collective here most needs to know about in this now. Trying to stay on track. I say first you pause me for a second and you go get yourself something to celebrate. And I don't know why these lion's gates have been so important. I mean, there's plenty of other, um, interesting, plenty of other little portals and hoo-hahs that we could celebrate. But for, I think I said this, so I don't want to go into too much detail at the last, um, show, the last episode where it's been like the la the lion's gates, since 2020 have been very pivotal for the collective that watches this podcast. And it was 2021, 20, last year, we started with, with the, the treasure map to Lionsgate and the three keys. And then it was this season, and we always start like way far out, like we have three, we had three keys. So we started working on Lionsgate, the prep for Lionsgate, you know, three months prior. 
And then the same thing this year, we had three doors for those three keys. And so for three months prior to this, we've been working with those three doors that the three keys fit into. And so I just wanna take a moment to celebrate. And look, this says, stop and taste the roses. White tea combines with elderflower, chamomile, hibiscus, and rose petals to give this crisp kombucha a soft floral finish. Mm. All right, so get your little celebration cup or mug or I don't know what you're going to pour into it. I'm going to, I'm gonna, oh, I've opened it already. Does it say something inside? What is this? Oh, I didn't notice this. It's a, what the heck is that? I'm looking like they're readers. There's nothing in here. I don't know what this little creature is. Oh my gosh. It looks like a raccoon or something. It says booch, please. All right, I don't know. Some sort of little happy animal. It looks like a cross between a little kid and a raccoon. It's like a very interesting mask. Okay, if you have, if you're watching this show, I'll show you. What the heck? It's gonna focus on that. I don't know what that is. Anyway, a lemur. All right, I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna pour my. It's still bubbly, even though I already kind of drank a little. Ooh, ooh, fizzy, fizzy and bubbly, just like champagne. Oh my gosh, I don't want to finish all this. I usually take three days to drink one of these. We'll see, maybe it's gonna be one of those kind of days. All right, so I just want to hold up my little 2022, what is this thing called? Flute. And I'm going to toast you guys, ching ching, celebrating we've made it energetically. The upgrades and the, the work that has been done yeah, and I just saw 555 on the counter for the video. The work that's been done to get to this point has been, <laughs> the guides are like stupendous and tremendous and you need to like celebrate that. So let's take a little drink of our drinky. Anything else the guides here wanna to say to those that are listening or watching about this lion's gate and they're showing me Saturn, all right. So it wasn't just Lionsgate that was like kicking our butts. It was like Saturn was also kicking our butts at the same time. Um, and I did a whole other show on Saturn and what and a big channeling about how the energies of Saturn have been affecting this collective. So I will link that in this show so you can watch that if you haven't. Um, yeah. I'm, I just, they're just kind of saying like, okay, clink the glasses and now it's time to move on. Find myself a different song, drifting along with the wind. What is that song? Time to move on. It's a song, can't think of it. So it's time to move on. So whatever celebrations, like continue to celebrate yourself and how far you've come and the whole Phoenix rising and how I think back to last year or 2020 to now 
and where you were back then as to how you are now in terms of your spiritual alignment and your growth and um, all of the weight that you've shed, um, not just from your own timelines, but from your ancestral timelines, um, from your own biology, biolo biological family is coming up as well as ancestral timelines. could be two different things. So your biological family and your ancestral lines could be two different things they're saying that were being worked on. Interesting. All right, so let me then pull up the channeling for the week ahead because I thought it was quite interesting. It's quite humorous to me, but it's also kind of there's something that comes out here that was quite interesting about this um, full moon that I want to focus on when we get there. So we've been playing with my upcoming in-progress book, Maybon and Murder. This is a Bringers of the Light um, book series. If you're Bringers of the Light fans, you know this is all about Abigail and Dakar, divine counterparts. They work for the Bringers of the Light in my etheric town of Rockaway Point. Um, somewhere up on the northern, somewhere on the Irish coast, um, along with Abigail's Coven, Spectre and Book, which we get to play a lot with um, Polly Willikers and Scratchy, her familiar part of that coven, and been a big integral part of some of these books as well. Um, we've got a year now, coming up in October, of these books, of this book series. And I'll be working on a hardcover edition of a year's worth of um, these Abigail Smile books to celebrate one year of the Bringers of the Light. So I'm excited about that. But so far with this Maybon and Murder, Abigail had made some sort of little enchanted tart, some pickle nickel tart to share with everybody at the Autumn Festival. She's used to winning the festival with her with her concoctions that are meant to make people smile, hence her name, Abigail Smile. Um, so she, along with her familiar, her Raven Rainicourt, kind of put this little pickle mickle tart together. And I guess she had high hopes for it. At the same time, her divine counterpart, um, Dakar, had been, uh, I don't know if reunited is the right word, but an old flame slash Foe um, came along in the last chapters that we read about Maggie Chalmers. She was predominant in the Argyle Inn, which was a, a December story, a winter story that we channeled last year. Um, she was kind of almost like a vampire, kind of dark sorceress, kind of. She used to be in the light. She went to the dark and became like a vampirist slash kind of dark sorceress person. And in the Argyle Inn, Abigail and Dakar helped kind of bring her to redemption and they thought back into the light. But now she's showing up again. She hasn't shown up since then. And they're not, we're not quite sure of her intentions, why she's here. Dakar is a little perplexed about what's going on, what she wants. And um, she says she wants a favor from him, but we, we don't really know exactly what that is. And so we're going to read, let me see, just making myself, 
We're going to be chapter seven and chapter eight, which is quite interesting in itself because today's the seventh of August and tomorrow's the eighth, Lionsgate. So everything that happens on this show is part of the show. If you hear something, see something that I don't point out, um, it could be a message for you. If you, if you, um, these are channeled books. Um, so they have many different layers to them. I mean, they're meant to just be fun stories. They're meant to also be healing stories. Um, these bringers of the light series are meant to be motivational and healing in different ways. Each book has kind of its own intention. And then they also magically fall into the, um, weekly energies. Okay, I might have to pause this for a minute because I'm hearing something. I don't know what it is. Hold on. Okay, sorry, that was Amazon delivering a package. But I don't like when they open my door and try to... Never mind. It was like a loud bang, like somebody was coming in the house. I'm like, there's nobody here that's going outside. I have two big doors and I usually lock the outer one. And somehow I guess they kind of, they like to for, not force it, but they like to open it and put my packages in between because it gets really windy here. Anyway, all right. Where was I? Um, Maggie's Favor is chapter seven. So listen with your master ears, your master senses, especially if you can't see me, then you don't really have to pay attention to what I'm doing. You can actually hear this. Think about this. Ask your guides to pop in and ping you with anything that's in this channel, <clears throat> channel channeling this um, that might pertain to your week ahead or your next like seven to 10 days. So here we go. This is chapter seven, Maggie's favor. Now Dakar knew that any favor he bestowed upon Maggie came with a price. He felt there was more to this favor than met the eye. He couldn't place his finger on it, but he knew full well what he had to do. He had, after all, been duped into finding Maggie, even though he hadn't cloaked himself very well that morning. Maggie leaned forward and whispered to Dakar, I have a very special treat for you if you succumb to my desires, she said. And Dakar felt he could take that in many ways, for he had in days of old been well seduced by her charm. However, he thought that with the goings-on last winter at the Argyle Inn, that the old days were long gone. She felt his arm with her wraith-like hand, and with that touch, Dakar recalled all that she had sacrificed to go into the dark light. She could have been a very formidable bringer of the light, had she not chosen to form a bond with Count Mashar and his minions. Now Dakar wasn't sure where she stood. Was she working for the light, or had she been seduced back to darkness? The next few moments would show him, he thought, as he took her small hand in his and looked deep into her eyes. You didn't have to trick me, Maggie. You could have come of your own accord, and I would have given you the warmest of welcomes. Old habits die hard, she said, feeling the warmth of him. At that, I'm not laughing about that. I'm laughing at the fact that I used to try to do accents with these voices and I realized I just don't even bother to try to do that anymore because they're supposed to be on the Irish coast. <laughs> at that, a thundering clapping went up from the tasting table's tent 
and Dakar's attention was pulled away by Abigail's quick ping into his mind. I got second place, she said with a disappointing spin. I've got to go find Abigail, Dakar said, dropping Maggie's hand. And feeling like he was pulling himself away from some sort of enchantment spell, he rushed to the tasting table's tent to, one, comfort his love, and two, to taste the concoction that had bested the enchanted pickle-mickle tart. Abigail was hugging the winner and doing her best to smile. After all, smiling was part of her legacy. Her grandmother, Persephone Smile, had been the one to teach Abigail all about the family magic. And for that, Abigail felt it was her duty to carry on the family legacy and continue the magical lifestyle she had been so accustomed to. But Zakhar didn't like this. Abigail's carefully crafted tart that was meant to make everyone smile had been ousted by Joe's hot and tasty chili. Who in the heck was Joe, and how did he accomplish this rare feat? For certainly Joe's hot and tasty chili couldn't be magical, could it? Dakar found Abigail gushing over Joe and wiping a small chili stain off her strawberry-smocked apron. Joe, this chili is simply divine. She gushed and fussed over it. And then Abigail turned to Dakar and almost like she didn't recognize him, she winked at Joe and turned back to Dakar. Dakar was not fooled by a very simple love potion chili, and he pulled Abigail aside, all the while staring at Joe inside and out. For this was no ordinary citizen of Rockaway Point, and his name wasn't Joe. How Millicent Wakebottom's cousin Frederick von Bowers had made it all the way from Oakwood was not lost on Dakar. He knew when someone was trying funny business. And now it would have to be up to the bringers of the light to figure out how and why both Maggie Chalmers and Joe slash Frederick von Bowers had shown up on the same day. Chapter 8. Full Moon Means What? Dakar, who was never easily fooled, could tell right off that something was not right. He could see from the judging tent that the crowd was clearly enchanted by this chili, but what kind of enchantment, he wasn't sure. Maybe it was something he had to address right away, but then his mind went to Maggie. Could she be in on this too? Was Count Mashar, who was supposed to be safely locked behind bringers of the light HQ internment cells, be a part of some dark plan? And why Rockaway Point again? Couldn't the darkness just be eliminated altogether and let everyone be right in the world? It was times like these that dark thoughts of the shadows overtook Dakar, and he had to dig deep to overcome them. He loved his work, but right now he just wanted some peace and a little autumn fun with Abigail, and rather it seemed they were being pulled into something once again. Dakar used his handkerchief to dab the remaining chili from Abigail's chin. She was starting to come back to her usual self, and her eyes dismissed the glaze of the chili spell to see the true light of what was happening. Someone put something in this chili, she mentally told Dakar. Yes, Lovey pinged back. You're still a little woozy from it. He held his arm around her waist and helped to sit down, helped her to sit down while he pulled out something from his pocket. It was an old charm, but one he never left home without. He put the charm in his left hand and said a magical word or two that we can't divulge right now. The charm tingled in his palm and started pulling him forward to the judge's table. He felt sure that the chili spell had been put out 
for all to taste and get a part of, but why? Again, no answers and more frustration poked at him. And then he knew. The full moon, the largest of the year, was coming, and with that harvest moon came a new energy that was to be used by the bringers of the light for helping the earth with her current struggles to regulate climates. But if all the bringers of the light and anyone else working the moon magic of this harvest moon was too discombobulated to do any magical spell work, then the supermoon energies would pass by unused and unable to be projected outward for the benefit of our planet. But why? Again, Dakar had too many questions, no answers, and a will to have a small taste of that dastardly chili himself. He let the charm fly free from his hand, and it flitted and skittered about the table, upending all the cups of Joe's hot and tasty chili on the ground. The charm flitted around to anyone holding a cup of the enchanted stew, and upended their cup to the ground. And flying back to Dakar in a flurry of chili powder smell and old dastardly doings, it jumped back into his pocket out of sight. Just then a scream went up from the crowd. Just then a scream went up from outside and several festival goers were seen running by. A head dramatically popped into the judge's tent as Polly Willikers, holding Scratchy tightly, said frantically, Someone has been shot! And with that, all hopes of a quiet evening of pickle-mickle tart and naked full moon hide-and-seek went out the window as Dakar, Abigail, and the bringers of the light were called to duty once again. <laughs> My gosh. Um <clears throat> there's a lot there's a lot in this uh there's a lot. Okay, let me just pull out the key points for people that <clears throat> are watching this. First of all, there's like Abigail and Dakar's disappointment that comes up really strongly. Um, being so close to something, um, winning something, having something, even in, in this case, being together and getting to spend some time together, like so, so close, almost there, almost there. Uh, it's time to do some more light work. It's time to go back to work. You're being called away from, it's almost like you had these intentions and they were so close, so close, and then bump, something's going to come up to pull you away. Divine intervention is coming up to pull you to your duties, which could be anything, right? It could be anything that you do. It sounds like it's service work related though, right? So it may not, I'm not really talking about like, Maybe it could be your job, like calling you back early from um, your time away, maybe. Like maybe you were thinking of taking like some extended time off and it's kind of like you got you got so close and then, oh, we need you to come in or something. That That's kind of coming up. Um, the divine masculine shadow coming up. Um, very at the forefront too. Um, some of the disappointment. You know, Dakar just kind of like, I've had it up to here. Like, why do we have to keep coming into contact with the dark, these pockets of darkness? 
and why can't just why can't the world just be a peaceful place why you know all these whys like why and with no really no answers why do i have to do this i mean he loves his work don't don't get me wrong but it's kind of like why again again all these questions no answers and he's even being tempted by this um enchanted magical chili spell <laughs> so that could be addictions I, I see that here as some dark shadows kind of mulling around the divine masculine. And there's this temptation. Well, there's a lot of whys. Like, why again? Didn't I already clear this crap? Now it's back again and I have to deal with it again. Or it could be not a shadow of your own, but a, like a shadow of like a person coming back in. Like, didn't I already deal with this person? Haven't I already messed with this relationship issue or whatever now it's back again why why do i have to keep dealing with this over and over like why haven't i cleared this haven't i cleared this karma why am i still looping back to some of these same issues and then there comes that um devil energy i'm interested to see the cards that are coming out here then there comes that devil energy where he was kind of even like maybe i'll just have some enchanted chili and be done with it it's like uh oh maybe i'll just you know have a little more bubbly or wine or smokes or whatever i don't know you know hmm, let me just escape from this situation that's coming up um Someone has been shot. So they have to go back to work. I, what I did find interesting, though, was the couple of little paragraphs about the full moon. The harvest moon is... So with this super full moon coming this week on the 11th is a new energy that was to be used by the bringers of the light. So that's all of us. It's not just the book. That's our light warriors, light workers, earth grid keepers, earth guardians, dry, you know, whatever you want to call yourself. But there's an opportunity to use the energy of this full moon it says for helping the earth with her current struggles to regulate climates. So you may find yourself, um, if you're not pulled in by some of these other things we've just talked about this week, you may be pulled in by your guides to do some moon um, magic, some spell work, some spell casting, some earth guardian work. Whatever it is that you do, you may be pulled in by your guides to um, amp up the energies and to project these um towards Gaia because it's something that is going to help her with her own ascension process and she's it looks like she's struggling right now with climate regulation so I also see that too as we could bring that down from from the Gaia sense of the divine feminine all the way down into your own personal space with you as the divine feminine and maybe you're also struggling with not regulating climates. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe there's some hormonal stuff going on. Um, maybe there's um, the need to clear and balance the chakras and stay very aligned. And when I also hear climates, I hear moods, mood regulation. Again, going back to like some hormonal stasis um, that needs to come into play. Um, so... I'm not a doctor or anything like that. So, but I would just say, if you feel like that's the case, then it sounds like it could be an, a hormonal imbalance and whatever you feel like you need to do to address that is up to you. But that seems to be coming up here if I take that full moon message and dial it down into the individual self rather than Gaia. 
All right, let's pull a few cards and see if they mirror, if we get the same thing from the cards um, or if we get something different. So I brought out some of the OG TLC for the soul cards, some of the first, first ones. So I brought out the TLC for the soul deck and the happy cloud deck. And let's just start with happy cloud and see. So this is the week ahead. It got release the need to be right and clarity. You're receiving the answers that you seek. So, and they came out together. They're both blue. One is more like a throat chakra and one is more like a, um, go a little bit higher, like a third eye. Um, so this here is, you're going to be getting, or you are getting divine guidance, whether it be from the messages we're delivering or someone else. <laughs> oh, they just said out of the mouths of babes. So you may, you may overhear like your child or a younger person say something. And the tendency is that, oh, they're younger. They don't know what they're talking about. Um, and you're being invited to listen with your master ears and your master senses to what they're saying because you're not always right is the message. You're not always right. And um, there's two sides to every story and you're being invited to slip into a more receptive state when you're in these types of conversations with younger, 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 younger beings who you feel like are inferior to you because of their physical age. But in reality, many of them are older souls than you are. And so you're getting like a reality check, a little bit of a like, you know, not a slab slab that would be nice you're getting a little bit of a of a insight that there's some younger folks around you who are actually older souls than you and pay no heed to their physical stature oh yes i swear i saw this yesterday too on um oh take these off on um one of my favorite shows is what is it what we do in the shadows or whatever on hulu um, and <laughs> the little, the little Colin Robinson goes up to these two. It's like a little, he's like a little kid, but he's not a little kid. He's like a old, he's like an energy vampire, like in a little nine-year-old kid's body. And he's performing on stage and he sees these two little girls in the audience and he stops singing his song for the, for the audience at Nadja's, um, uh, nightclub or whatever he throws down his microphone he goes to these two little girls and he's talking about minecraft i can't remember exactly what he was talking about youtube and oh mr beast have you seen mr beast on youtube and what did you think about such and such and the little girls were dressed like almost like little dolls like porcelain dolls and they were like we are not little girls we are each 140 something years old <laughs> 
and we don't know what you're talking about. It was really funny because they were like little girl. They were like little. They were like old souls in little kids' bodies. It was funny. So that's coming up. That totally was not in the channeling at all. I think that's hilarious. I love that show so much. I don't know why. All right, let's just pull from TLC for the soul. So pay attention because you could be getting divine downloads and wisdom and guidance from a small one. <laughs> Breathe. We got the card Breathe from the TLC for the Soul deck. Breathe. Just breathe. Take a few breaths. It's the card number 10. There's a giant heart. Let's take a deep breath together. I think this is, this also goes with this and goes with anything else you're thinking about communicating this week. It's like, Let's make sure we're coming from our heart space. If you feel then want, this, this still goes back to, it still goes back to this whole thing with this release, the need to be right. If you feel the need to like jump and be the first to say something, especially if it's to, um, I'm hearing if they're saying like, especially if it's to put somebody down or put somebody in their place because you feel like you've got the upper hand, you're being asked to, um, Go into your heart space, take a step back, take a deep breath. I know it's easier said than done, but I, I had this situation come up yesterday. Oh my God. Take a deep breath and try as best you can to come from your heart space. Or if you feel like you can't come from your heart space, just don't say anything at all. It'll be best in this situations like this to not say anything at all. all right, we're going to pull from Loveland. This is also my deck. This is the spring pack. Let's see what else goes with this. Apparently there's some message. What else? Okay. We got planchette. I like this planchette because it's getting like divine guidance from the universe. Like the light beam coming down from up above is just directed right into the planchette that she's holding. And it says with a strong focus, Melanie created her desire. The planchette only a tool she was co-creating from a higher power. So I feel like this week, um, especially with Lionsgate, you're going to be getting a lot of creative insights. Um, Lionsgate, part of its magic is um, lighting up your chakras, your solar plexus and your sacral like um, energy centers, bringing in some new um, passionate creative energies. Um, I was out walking this morning and I got a whole lot of creative ideas and I was like, great, when am I going to have time to do all those? Uh, but they were really fun and I was really like, oh, more fun ideas. Where am I going to fit those in? There needs to be more of me. There needs to be more of me. Um, but there was something that I was like, oh, I need to jot those down and really see if I can like work those in somewhere because um, I've been wanting to do like my own little light clothing line for a while. And again, there's only one of me, maybe one day, but I have all these ideas. I have all these like things I want to sketch out of like designs and stuff. And so maybe I'll just try to put some little prototypes together, but that would be something, um, that would be something. So that's pretty big too. That's totally like something new. Uh, I've wanted to do that for quite some time now. Every time I go look for something to wear, I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be so easy? Wouldn't it be so much better and more fun if I could just do this, that, and the other? So maybe we'll work on that. So you may be getting some creative ideas and new creative ideas. 
Um, and so you might have to be juggling that a little bit because it, it, it sounds like it's new, new, new coming in and you've already got existing, existing, existing. <laughs> so there may be a point coming up here in the next couple of weeks ago, a weeks ago, oh, maybe we've already been doing this in the next couple of weeks where you're going to have to like get a big list of everything and maybe like reprioritize all that stuff. All right, let's just go to my homemade deck. This is the Labyrinth of Dragonshire. Oh, we got the blank card. So whenever we get the blank card, this is kind of like, <laughs> I'm hearing your wishes might command. Okay, do we have a gin coming in? We have a mana, okay, I have a manifestation gin coming in. And I've got these two cards coming off the top of the deck as well. So let me just go to the manifestation. Jin, he's one of my spirit guides. And if you'd like to work with him on this prioritization and helping get things organized and maybe I need to work with him. All right, let me go find him. I, I just, if you're interested in working with them, I like to just read their descriptions out um, so that way you can connect with their energies. Oh my gosh, and they're showing me. There's no way I'll find that. Okay, do, you, do I have to show? I don't have to show that right now. Never mind. Okay, Manifestation Jen. So if you want to connect with him and work with him, all you have to say is you're connecting with my Manifestation Jen. Um, and he will come to you. He is, he, for, I, every time I, oh, he comes out a lot for us, you guys. This is my Yabble Dabble guy. He reminds me of like Yabble Dabble, that guy from the, what was it from the cartoons way back in the day? He was like an Aladdin genie. He would say yabble dabble, yabble dabble. Um, but this gin is large, loud, and proud. He will help to shift your perspective, align energies, and move forward in manifesting your dreams and goals in all ways. He is an excellent motivator, coach, cheerleader, and can shift energy like no other. I feel a little woozy from this kombucha. Um, so if you want to work with him, um, you can call him in and maybe I'll sit down with him and do some planning sessions. Um, and then we've got, okay, so that's there. You can work with him next show. Maybe y'all I've got all of their vessels cause they were each energetically bound to little vessels and I've found all of that, but I don't want to pull, I don't want to get up and I don't want to, you know why I don't want to get up and I don't want to go get that because the next card that was out was you, you are toasted. And it has 333 on the back. And this is when the energies have just been really intense and you're like tired. And there's, see the three dots again. You're tired from the energies of the Lionsgate portal leading up to the portal, the super full moon energy. And you just have so much to do and you just really don't want to be bothered with any of it. So that's how I kind of feel right now. I walk into a room and I'm like, that needs to be done and that needs to be done and that needs to be done. And then I just go sit down somewhere because I'm like I'm so tired I don't even think I could do all that so watch your energy levels this week this is separate from the hormonal message this is energy levels because the other card behind that is world changes are affecting you and it's got a little stick person on the back with all these energy waves going through so it's Lionsgate it's super full moon it's um Schumann resonances and CMEs and all of that so just watch your energy levels. Try not to do too much. And I think too, with this co-creating from the universe 
And the manifestation gin, uh, I think you just need to ask for help from somebody, whoever you want to ask for help from, to help balance all your priorities. Um, because I would like time to work on these new ideas. I have some other stuff, but I've also got like a whole house to run and all of that too. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm sure y'all are in the same boat. So ask for help when you need it. And then let's pull from the Gil Tarot just to see if there's anything else. We may have some light language coming in. I think we are. They want to do, oh, oh, the card that came out was the moon. All right, so the moon's really affecting us. Moon. It's got like moon drops or something coming down. Yeah, this is the one. This is the card that has the crab and the water too, like very Cancerian. And what was on the bottom of the deck? Temperance balance. Yes. So they want me to do temperance was the card on the bottom of the deck. Balancing your energy, patience with yourself and with others seems to be a very big theme. This week, along with everything else that's going on, the fact that you may be called into service, the fact that you may be called to like flap your lips when you probably shouldn't and you should like think twice and take a deep breath before you say anything or just best left not say anything at all. And watch what's coming out of the mouths of babes this week. They want me to do some light language. Number one, for hormonal balance. If you don't have hormonal imbalance, it's really not going to do anything but balance your masculine and feminine energies is kind of the overall function of it. But if you're having hormonal balance, hot flashes, um, lethargy, whatever might come with that, which... I'm not even going to, that's a whole medical intuitive show. I'm not going to go into <laughs> the spirituality of menopause on here, but we could if we need to. If that's something that interests somebody, um, then let me know. And we could do a whole show on that um, and bring in the right type of guides and the right information for you. But let's go ahead and do some light language to help balance the masculine and the feminine. Let's see what else comes through. So let's just close our eyes. If you're able to be out, out, close your eyes. Take a deep breath.
<laughs> Very interesting. Very interesting. So the vegans show up for the first part. We had um, like morning dove light language and bird people. This is very interesting, very cute, very peaceful. So it, it felt very divine feminine that was being balanced out there. If you're curious, I really didn't feel a lot of divine masculine energy in that. All right, friends, I think that is all I have for you. I hope you have an interesting, fun week ahead. And we will see you all again soon. Take care. This episode has been brought to you by Rockaway Point's newest veterinary clinic, Posh Pets. Clark Witherspoon and his familiar poodles are here to help you with all your healing needs. Be it a toenail trim or a hairball tummy trouble healing session, we have everything you need at Posh Pets.